0: I think that this is one of the most or frequently asked questions, as much as it has become kind of cliche to ask this question, but I think it's still one of those questions that has been left unanswered. And the reason behind that simply because there's a lot of context on the internet about this. But The honest truth about it is that few people actually look at the psychology of it, and people like to generalize stuff. So if you're wondering what we're talking about tonight, we are talking about what men want. the One of the most classical asked questions, and it is still asked even today. Stay tuned. Hi, you're listening to the 9pm podcast with your boy Fred the alchemist, here on Baby Daddy SA. So I went on to Google, took my time, and typed in what do men want. And there was a lot, you know, there was a lot. You see these blocks that are out there; they're selling their context. One year it's changed from the other. The other, you know, um, the information from last year is changed from what others are saying and things like that. And I, for one, tend to believe that it never changes. What men truly want never changes, and the reason behind that is because I believe that what men want and what women want is actually the same thing. Believe it or not, I actually have some scholars that argue that this is actually the truth. And I am going to prove it with my arguments. And I hope that at the end of this podcast, you are convinced as much as I am. now i think that the question that follows this is that what are the scientists saying about this so scientists are looking to understand at what age do men really know what they want because i think this is one of those components that are very important for us to understand that not every man knows what they want especially looking at the age you know and it's something that I think most of us grew up listening to that most women develop, you know, mentally first compared to men. And hence why women were actually allowed to date older men than you. And you'd find, you know, a young lady dating someone that is five years older because at that stage in their lives, they might have developed mentally to be able to sustain such a relationship, which is something that I'm not sure of and i'm not going to talk about that more but i hope that you get the idea so scientists have found out that men do realize what they want between the age of 35 to 40 and that being the case it means that you know it means that so before that it might happen that all of us as young men don't exactly know what we want And I think this is an open discussion, so anyone can say anything about this. So they're saying that, you know, between the age of your early 20s to your your early 30s, you actually don't know what you want. You're just playing around. And the reason behind it was very simple was that most men or most successful men started you know working towards their goal when they started to get to their 32 or 34 or 35 or 40 or 41 so it's those were the age that we mostly described to be the most influential ages between uh, a man's life or within a man's life think that it would be fair for us to ask what method was used to gather the data because if we were to accept or approve the conclusion that these scientists you know came up with what was the method that was used to find the information and how do we verify if this is actually true so the method that they used interestingly was something that is very simple and I think that everyone can do. And I actually did it myself. So they went out to ask a lot of go uh, you know, old, old mamas and, and papa papaji's out there. And what they found was that a lot of them had the same answers, more commonly the same answers, when, you know, when they were using their grounded theory uh, type of analyzing that uh, method. So, what they found out was that a lot of them reported that at the age of 40, I started to know exactly what I want in my life. At the age of 42, I knew exactly that I had to get my life straight. A lot of men were saying that at the age of 35, I knew that I had to pick up my socks. At the age of 47, I knew that I was going to lose my marriage if I didn't find a nice paying job and things like that. And... I thought to myself, so what does this really mean? But if, before I made the conclusion, I said, you know what? Let me go out and ask the old timers in my street. So I went out. It was cold, guys. It was cold. This week has been cold. Uh, and they we're sitting near a campfire. They were drinking. They were drunk. I don't drink. So I think that was one of the nice factors about it, a nice add-on, you know, to have someone that is going to listen to you when you talk, because when they're all drunk, everyone is talking, and no, no one ever listens to each other, you know, to one another. So I went there, greeted them, everything is fine, it down, and we started speaking. And I was doing the interview, so I was asking them, so when did you realize that you had to improve your life? When did you realize that you wanted to make a change in your life? When did you realize that you want these things to happen in your life? When did you realize that you want um, your life to be in a particular manner? Most of them pointed out to 37 years old. How weird is that? That it takes about 37 years for someone to realize that I... I am 100% sure or 99% sure that I want this in my life. And if I have this, I'm going to be fine. At that point, I realized that it might happen that between the age of 20, our early 20s to the, you know, to the early 30s, we're not sure of what we want. Scary, isn't it? That we go to university, we... We are expected to choose a career at the age of 16 that we're going to study for. We're expected to act independent. We're expected to, you know, act like we know what we want in our lives at the age of 16. Everything gets decided. We decide. Your parents sit you down. Where do you want to go? Which university? Which college do you want to go in? What are you going to study? All of this pressure happens. What do you want in life? Well, the very same parents don't know what they want until they reach 36, 35, 37. And I think this is particularly uh, particularly true because of the reason that most of our parents, you know, when we are doing about grade 12 uh, doing the trick they have probably reached around that age so some of them might be 30 36 37 38 early 40s and they want you to know what you want in life because they just realized that they could have had a better life if they knew what they wanted but the honest truth is that you can never rush this process so let's continue What do men want? I think this is as important as what men need. And I'm saying this again because I think that it is very important that we understand that what men want and what men need are as equally important as every other thing in life. So I'm just going to look at what scholars and scientists find it out that men actually want these in their lives number one men want a home a lot of old men stated that they wanted a home A lot of young men, not young, but, you know, close to 40 years old, also stated that they want a home. What did scientists define as a home? Well, a home is a woman's place. The reason it is called the woman's place is because women are the ones that stay more at home compared to men. And more evidently, it's because women invest themselves emotionally and domestically to make up the home. So a home is considered to be a place whereby, you know, a woman is more dominant. And I think this is something that can resonate with the most of us. And the reason behind that is because we have mothers at home and whenever you think of home, you feel this feeling of warmth that you're going to see your mother, you're going to see your grandma, you know, and, thing, and things like that. Fortunately, I, I didn't want to say that, but anyway, I know that you get the point. So that being the case, Men wanted a home, which means that men want women. Listen carefully, men do want women. And I'm not talking about love, but I'm talking about the aspect of the principles of what defines a woman. And I hope that we can have an episode on that when we look at the principles of womanhood. If you haven't read one of our our blogs they actually have one on that on the principles of manhood and the principles of womanhood on our facebook page be sure to check that out so continuing on that number two is that most men wanted a stress-free life i think that we can all agree that you already have enough troubles you know and if you have a brother you know that uh, most guys who have privilege enough to have lived you know in this era One or twice I've played uh, FIFA 16, FIFA 18, you know, FIFA, PES, uh, Call of Duty, Need of of Speed or Need to Speed something. Oh my gosh, I don't believe I'm saying this wrong. Need for Speed. Need for Speed. Yes. Oh. (laughs) The guys are going to kill me for that. But anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So... You know a lot of guys encapsulate themselves in these games because those capsules are very good a good way of releasing stress i just have subscribed to alcohol and smoking weed because it's one of those things you know guys you know do that and they feel good about themselves Another thing that men want is men want to look good and I think this is something we've touched on on a previous episode when we spoke about self-image that men do care about the way that they look and this is one of those things that are still as important as we have mentioned them in a the previous episode but I'm not going to dive deep into it but what I can tell you is that most men saw that they wasted their lives in not engaging in in exercise and going to the gym or taking care of themselves physically, you know, uh, taking care of their, so taking care of their bodies, yes, so to say, taking care of their bodies. And I think that for the most part, most of us make the same mistake of not taking care of our bodies until it becomes too late and there's no turning back. So we should take care of our bodies because Our bodies are very important. We are not able to do anything without our bodies. Our bodies are the one that keeps our souls and our spirits alive. If our body's integrity is compromised, it means that our souls and spirits have to leave our body. And that is what we know as death. So it is very important to take care of your body. Eat healthy, drink plenty of water and exercise you know, do some few exercises, even if it's not exercise, try yoga or try walking your dog. I actually got a dog, guys. Anyway, uh, his name is Wexler. It's just a few weeks old and he's so cute. Anyway, you're not here to listen to me talk about my dog. <laughs> so now let's move on to what young men want, what young men have described to be the important things that they want in their lives all young men seem to want the same things and I think for the most part we all know what young men want they want power they want money they want wealth Others have even went a step further to say that they want moments But I don't think that moment is something that we want, but it's something that men need. Hence, we are going to be talking about it on Friday instead of on Wednesday. So let's look at what the power that they are talking about is defined. And the reason I say this is because I find out that a lot of men say that they want power, but they don't exactly know the specifics of it. And we can understand that The same power that they speak about is something that old men actually want and something that I did not touch on before because I think that understanding power for what power truly is will make you understand the true nature of power. So power is defined by the ability to be in control of one's environment and self. And it is all about self. And most of the time, They have seen that young men are very selfish sorry to say this guys but young men are very selfish because they all about their aspiration and dreams and in that process that is called the the power or you know the power of independence so to add this is something that is taught to almost every young man that they have to be independent and they have to be strong hence the power concept comes into play and whatever they obtain the reason for obtaining it is for them to have control over it hence we see the repercussions whenever they are incapable of controlling whomever they have in you know in their lives and start doing things that are not right uh, lack like of uh, you know lack like of a proper way to say but yeah most of the time that becomes the case so power can be understood uh, in a mature way, when looking at the literature of how old people understood power is not by having control over other people as young men would see it. They see having power as having a social standing whereby if you walk into a place, people recognize you and people bow down to you. But old people recognize power as being socially involved, meaning that you partake in a society and you engage with people in your community which is something that had been noted that most women actually do compared to men and the reason it was more evident in women it happened that when a woman loses their husband they are less likely to get married because they are friends with everyone in the community compared to men who always isolate themselves so you know research has shown that men are most likely to remarry again because most of the time they are not socially involved meaning that you know they do not socialize with everyone in their community and that sense i don't know if it makes sense to you but it made sense to me when i was reading it <laughs> and now when i'm speaking it you know it doesn't make as much sense as before but anyway yeah so a lot of men realize that they wanted they should have at least have some type of social engagement in uh, changing people's lives, in enriching people's lives, and understanding that their lives are as meaningful uh, if they do something for other people instead of being selfish and you know wanting to aspire to your own goals which i don't think is a bad thing but secondly we have to understand that we live in a world that is filled with people and each and everyone has their aspiration and in order for us to achieve whatever we want to achieve we have to work together and a lot of old men realize that so young men should also recognize that power comes by serving and not being served you have to be the servant. And something that was said also by one of the shamans, which I'm not going to name. But anyway, I think that if you understand that if you want to be a king, you have to first serve. And that is the true nature of power. Second thing is that a lot of young men speak about money. They want money. Money this, money that, money that. And the reason behind that, they believe that money is the... Money resembles a money portrays power the more money you have the more power you have and i think it's something that is actually true in our society today whereby if you have money you can move you know a lot of things and you can make a lot of things happen and i don't think it's something that i should say people should not aspire to having a lot of money so big ups to that and i think that young men we do want money because most of the things that we want we cannot achieve if we do not have money so yeah let's keep on working on that Number three, they speak about worth. So I was failing to differentiate what's worth and what's power because of the reason that I just gave. You know, because uh, power does give you a respect, especially if you're doing it the right way, the social involvement one, instead of pushing people to the direction that you want. You actually earn their respect by giving them a hand and always being there to help them. On the other hand was seen as something that you are having enough which most scientific papers say that men do not cope well with sufficient they want more it's not about being sufficient but wanting more and that leads to greed so to say and to be honest i think that it does lead to greed because we can understand that Greed is when you have enough, but you still want more. Like you have enough, it's sufficient for you, but you still want more. And this has been one of the most questions that uh, psychologists are actually struggling with. That why is sufficient never enough for men? And hopefully when they find the answer, I will let you guys know know why sufficient is never enough for men. So that is it for this episode and I hope that you guys enjoyed and learned a lot about what men want. And this Friday we are going to be talking about what men need and I know that a lot of you were expecting me to say some things but I didn't because what I didn't say might belong in what men need. And there's a lot, so to say. There's a lot. And I know that you guys are going to enjoy Friday's episode as much as you enjoyed this one. And if you enjoyed it more, please don't be shy. You can share it on Instagram. You can share it on Facebook. You can share it on your WhatsApp statuses with your friends so that they can come and listen to us. And that is it from me, Fred the Alchemist. Thank you so much for listening. This is Baby Daddy SA Podcast. Peace and love.